Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started, so let's roll and on with the show. Hello everyone, Brian Courtney, Short Bus Debate Club. Today is Wednesday, so we're making it a little lighter, and we're talking about monsters and their evolution. I I don't know, monsters I remember when I was a little kid, um... Or, or things that they wanted to be monstrous, I guess. Um, and, and just kind of how monsters started sparkling in the 2000s and freaking, you know, what we've got now. And, and just kind of how they, I don't know, spawned into what we have today. Um, of course, Darren Jolly is here with me. Hello. And, uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. Um, Rocket coaches. <laughs> monsters. Well, when you say that, like some of the first monster movies I remember seeing, of course, when I was a really little kid, black and white movies, I saw, you know, the Wolfman and um, one of the vampire movies, um, but like the creature from the Black Lagoon and the all first, those those black and whites was Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So that was one of them that I saw. And that one was black and white, right? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was okay. the old-ass fucking wolf, man. Okay, so that was, you know, the first ones I remember seeing, like, on Sunday TV when I was, like, five or six years old. Um, but then... When we got into like the later seventies, I remember monsters were now just normal shit. It was rats um, or ants that giant, got really fucking big. Fucking ants. That, the first movie that I remember watching that just like fucking terrified me was fucking giant ants, and I don't have any idea why that because I don't fucking care about ants. Right. They, they just and they'd be eating like. These giant pieces of sugar and shit and herding fucking people up. And I was like, uh. The giant ants? There were giant mice or, and rats. Spiders. Um, they did spiders. There were also spiders. And then there were ones that were regular sized, but there were just lots of them. And I think that they took that from like Hitchcock's The Birds yeah. and kind of, you know, went with that. Like arachnophobia and stuff like that. Right. Sort of. Well, arachnophobia. Oh, you mean the shitty movie, or? Well, that was like the early '80s, but that was that was coming off of that, you know. Yeah. Shit swooping in on you, and of course, people really love spiders too. Maybe that's a different thing. Sorry. No, Carry no, I, I that was the same thing, but that's what I was saying because I remember there was another movie where everybody was kind of terrified, and it wasn't. Again, it wasn't that they were giant, but there were shitloads of them. And I remember shitloads of mice, like, running through tunnels, and they were running through walls and stuff. And these people were freaking out because they could, like, hear them scratching on the walls and, you know, squeaking and shit as they were going. The sound would be an important thing with the rats. I would think so. Um, but those were... Monsters and and maybe they did them that way then because you know if if you look back 
to the black and white ones I was talking about. The Creature of the Black Lagoon, not good special effects. No. The Wolfman, not good special but effects. But it was good. For, I mean, like, in terms of, like, visual, like, in that time period, you got to start from somewhere, you know? Yes. I mean, you got fucking Bella Lugosi and fucking uh, Boris Karloff and shit like that. Vincent Price. Vincent Price. Yeah, you got, I mean, their faces were fucking weird and freaky. Uh, I was looking at this dude. Uh, oh, The Mummy was another one. The Mummy. An old black and yeah, white yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 It was all the very traditional things that they used back then. Like this, but even, even like in the 80s. A lot of the times they were, like you said, if they were bringing something in, like in relation to the birds, like I remember the swamp thing that was just like the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon, like reinvented for kind of. But I think Swamp Thing was based on the comic book. Which, oh, that was a comic. Book. Yeah, because that was the one with Adrian Barbeau, right? I don't. Um, you know what I remember from that movie? I remember that they cut his fucking arm off and, it and then he back. stuck it in the light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the comic book one. Um, and I loved that movie when I was a kid, too. You know, though, so for some reason, I went from the black and whites, which I remember watching, to the ants and shit, which were in color. Um, but then I just completely fucking skipped over. George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. That's important shit, dude. And zombies and all that stuff. And that movie obviously, you know, did a lot for zombies all the way across up until now. But that movie scared the shit out of my mom and all of her sisters. I mean, they were fucking petrified of that. I mean, it, it scared the shit out of them, and I watch it and kind of laugh, but it, it was important because he did. I mean, he influenced Shaun of the Dead, which is one of my favorite <laughs> fucking movies Shaun ever. Of yeah. um, really ever? I mean, it's a good one, movie. It's one, one of them ever. Right. Not the... There's the, a lot of ever, though. Right. I mean, ever's a big, yeah. And it varies again, but I mean, I can watch that thing over and over and over oh, again. I think I watched it twice, but it really made me fucking laugh. I mean, that's for sure. But that's hysterical, dude. You've got red on you. Um, anyway. Um, Was that a line in the movie? Yeah. Okay. You actually looked at your I hand. Did. I, I just, I, I didn't know. I didn't, it, it wasn't one of my efforts, so, <laughs> so it's not imprinted on my. But that was a huge influence for The Walking Dead. And, you know, I mean. It's funny how we kind of run in cycles. Like, for a long time, it was werewolves. In the 80s, it was werewolves. You know, the, um, I remember Silver Bullet. Well, so. I remember. Oh, and of course, yeah. What's the American called? Werewolf in London. Yeah, one of the most. Wolfen, The Howling. The Howling, yeah. Um, Wolfen? Yeah. Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, Dean Wolf. Well, Wolfen. You can do Shaun of the Dead. Because Wolfen kind of had to do with the, you know, Native American skinwalkers. Um, really? Yeah, because they were all, um, they worked big iron in New York. Apparently, Native Americans are not afraid of heights or something. So they, you know. Oh, they use them up on the. 
scaffolding. Yeah, so they work in these big skyscrapers building them, um, and there was a werewolf on the loose, and it, it somehow tied to the Native Americans and, and whatever. So they they brought another myth, I think you'd call it a myth, with the skinwalkers, um, into that werewolf what movie. Skinwalkers? skinwalkers were the they were able to basically transform themselves into animals. Oh, oh, yeah, like, really, like, yakky Indian kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, I gotcha. Um, So they pulled that myth in and kind of tied it together with the werewolves. So in the 80s, it was werewolves. Um, Wolf with uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. With Nicholson and what's the goofy guy. Yeah. and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I remember Michelle Pfeiffer. That's who I was about to say, but I don't know who the goofy guy is. Uh, he was the bad guy in Pretty in Pink. Uh, 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 James Spader? James Spader, yes. Okay. Yeah. God, that dude's had a lot of weird fucking roles in his life. Yeah, and he's been in a lot of shit, too. Like, they all got famous, you know. The secretary. That was a, that was a great film. What was the secretary? It, it was a fetish movie with James Spader and uh, uh, what's uh, the sister, brother, sister. Uh, Arquette. No, no, later. Um, Jake and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. She sat there for three days with her hands on a table and like Peter Pan, some shit like that. Fucking weird movie. Yeah. But like uh, one of the, it, it, it predated uh, that you were talking shit about a couple of weeks ago, the uh, Shades of Grey, whatever that one. But yeah. It, but it, this was really like honest to goodness, like uh, like fetish, like uh, S&M kind of stuff. Okay. No, nothing to do with horror or. Yeah. Or so he was in Wolf with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, so there in the 80s, there were a lot of werewolf movies. movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the 90s, we kind of started to see more vampire movies. And vampires went on for a really fucking long time. Interview, what was the the good one? Well, the good-ish one with uh, Keanu Reeves. Um, Dracula. Dracula, yeah. I'll be, what, what else did they do that was vampire? Um, there were a whole bunch of them. But then at the – because then that took us into like – the early 2000s where those fucking stupid sparkly ones were. <laughs> um, Twilight. But that's, and both, then, that's both werewolves and that's both of them. Oh, really? Yeah, they have. Okay. Wow, you really have no idea. No. That, that, maybe that's good for you. <laughs> well, somebody told me that they sparkled. Before we jump too far. And I laughed. Before we jump too far ahead, there was a whole genre of weird fucking monster movies that came out. Um, like weird fucking B rate horror shit in the like 70s and Attack the of the 80s. Killer Tomatoes. No, dude, this is like, there's a whole, there's a guy that comes into my station and th- that's all he does is sell fucking weird. He, I mean, he sells, he sends three DVDs every single day and it's all this fucking weird. It's like Peter Jackson before he made the fucking Lord of the Rings, he made these fucking weird ass horror movies. And this is not stuff that you're going to find on an internet movie database. Right. But there was a whole fucking where like weird ass fucking horror. And it would have been more along the lines of the fucking George Romero stuff, like really early George Romero stuff. 
Okay. Where they're using like fucking baloney and shit like that, you know. But I've seen a bunch of those. Yeah, that's. But that I just didn't want to. I don't know a ton about that. I'm not a horror aficionado, but there was a bunch of monster stuff that came out of that. But okay, we're on. Well, but see, and that's where I I didn't because you know through the early '80s up until I don't know, probably early 2000s the slasher movie kind of stuck with it. And I didn't, I didn't bring those up because I thought. You mean like the, Halloween kind of? Yeah. Stuff? Those, mm-hmm. my so bloody Valentine. Like and that's right. Not, yeah, that's horror. So much. Right. There's so, the only, there was some monster stuff that was tied into some of that, but, but I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I really talk about it. I just like, wanted to throw a homage. Nightmare on Elm street, you know, Freddy, um, I, I don't know if those guys are monsters, like, cause they were, they were people and don't get me wrong. People can be monsters, but I, I just wanted to really talk about how monster. monster. Yeah. And how it's weird that they seem to be grouped together and maybe I'm completely fucking off my rocker. I don't know, but it seemed like, you know, they really do group them together and then after the vampires came the zombies and it doesn't seem like the zombies are going to let up at all. Um, but then the zombie stuff isn't just an American phenomenon either. There's like a whole fucking like train to Busan and that one that you were looking at on Netflix the other day, there's a whole Korean like, like zombie film industry now. Really? Yes. Train like starting with train to Busan and that's like, it's something you got to watch. I have, I have not watched it, but I've had several people tell me to watch it. Jeannie, who uh, is an aficionado on everything Korean is says, you know, yes, no. And she says, you got to watch train to Busan. It's a, it's an important film. Okay. So does that mean that as far as monsters go, that werewolves and swamp creatures and, vampires are done are i mean are we seriously in because it's been you know usually you see these things run in cycles and don't get me wrong some of the zombie stuff is okay um but what do you like what don't you like um well and that's weird because some of the romero stuff i like and some of it i don't because he's done so many um and he's, a lot of he's that wrong with it though. That's what makes him kind of interesting with regards to. Well, because he's done so he did night and he did night again, but he's done dawn and day, and what the fuck? There was one. He didn't do return. That was somebody else, right? Return of the Living Dead. Well, I think he did one of the returns too, um, and that's where it gets kind of confusing because he puts his name on a lot of it. Um, but there was one that he did where it was really dystopian because they had taken all, and again, this is where all of the rich people separate themselves and put up a big wall and protect themselves from the zombies. The poor people have to, you know, man the wall and then go out and search for, you know, stuff that the rich people need and i can't remember the name of that one but that one was really good 
Um, you know, The Walking Dead I liked. Um, Did you like uh, 28 Days Later? Did you see those ones? See, I I don't know. And maybe that's something that's important that we talk about. Like, I guess I saw so many of the Romero things that like 28 days and 28 weeks later mm-hmm. and um, what was it? World War Z. I, I really fucking like World War I mean, it wasn't, don't get me wrong. It wasn't a brilliant but there were some things in it that I thought were interesting. I think I like the story, but I don't understand when they started making zombies run. Like, and not just run, but fucking run, run. Like, yeah. flat, fucking, yeah, yeah. I mean. Not not like fucking with, with the, the kids in Georgia. Like, they're, they're all walkers. Right. Yeah. They, I mean, seriously. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Down. Twenty-eight days later, that they did, they ran in that too. They're flat, flat out coming to kill you. Yeah, they that's go like, at it. They were different. I didn't even make that distinction in my head, but those, those two, those are the only two that I remember that were really well. Coming. So the twenty-eight days, twenty-eight 20 weeks, weeks yeah. and then World War Z. Yeah. All of them, they run runners. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if there are any others that do it, but I think that those are the reasons that I don't really like. Those movies is because they all run. They fucking, they, dude, fucking 28 days later. That fucking scared me, dude. That was a freaky out. Freaky. And I like, I like the guy, like the main, I like the lead, and that he's fucking a weirdo. Well, maybe it was 28 weeks where that one was the one that kind of freaked me out because he kept having that dream of the fucking them running after him. The full Monty guy? I don't know. He's British. Which I know doesn't <laughs> They're all help. fucking British. Right. <laughs> um, the full Monty guy died. Did he end up dying? The one you're talking about? Yeah, because his wife fucking... Spoiler alert! <laughs> his, his, his wife bit into his neck. Yeah, that was that was the full Monty guy. You never saw full Monty? Uh-uh. It was kind of funny. I saw it in the theater. I don't know why, but... You know, that, oh, fuck, what was the name of that movie? There's a, like, a spoof-type movie. Yeah, that was him. Um, where they had zombies, vampires, werewolves, and they were all living together in this town. And nobody really liked the zombies. Um, God damn it, what the fuck was the name of that movie? It was hilarious. Not Shaun of the Dead hilarious, but I think Dennis Leary was in it. Um, they had zombies that nobody liked. Yeah, I remember the one where the 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 girl ends up falling in love with the zombie, which was kind of funny. What is that? The I'm in love with the teenage zombie. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was kind of clever. You mean when the vampire fell in love with the zombie? No, no, no. It was uh, this regular girl, and they're all like they they have to they're living in I think a plane or something like that. Oh yeah, that was uh, um, and she ends up. That was warm bodies. That warm, was yeah, warm bodies. That yes. was based on a book, also. Yeah, that was based on a book. That's correct. That was a fucking funny movie, dude. Janie really liked that as a kid, and she did not like shit like that very much. Well, it was uh, it was well done, and I liked the beginning of it because. 
you know, he was talking, he showed all of the people at the airport when he's narrating, and he's like, you know, they used to do so much, I'm sure, and they just show everybody on their phones. <laughs> and it was just shit like that that made me laugh because that's kind of really where we are. I mean, and that yeah, we're zombies. illustrated it is, is that we are all zombies. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody really pays attention to it's what's going on around them. It's incredible, like how little people pay attention to anything. Like, we are not even close to historical actors anymore. Like, the whole world exists in our mind. And we see all these things that occur outside of us, but we don't feel like we can affect anything. Our political system, like we root for teams. Now I'm degenerating into goofiness right now that I really don't want to. But there's no doubt, like the 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 yeah, making fun of people that are sitting there, going through the process of being abstracted from the thing itself, which is essentially the point. Because the thing itself is everything that is it really happening, right? So I found that movie. Um, what is it's, it called? it's called Freaks, Freaks of, of Nature. Nature. <laughs> um, vampires, humans, and zombies used to get along, but then something unexpected arrived, and now it's humans versus vampires versus zombies in all-out mortal combat. I did see some of that. It was movie. fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off. Who was in it? Dennis Leary was in it. Bob Odenkirk was in it, which I forgot about him. Um, Better Call Saul. Ah, he's actually quite... He's kind of showed up. Oh, dude, he's funny. He was in a show called um, Mr. Show with Bob and David. David. I didn't watch Um, it, I know Mr. Show. And that was with David Cross, and David Cross is fucking funny, too. Um... So, but that's a movie where you got a collection of all kinds of different weird. You got vampires, you got humans, you got fucking uh, the the people who eat people's brains. Yeah, zombies, and there was some weird alien thing that came in. George Romero didn't have anything to do with Return of the Living Dead. He didn't have anything. No. Okay. Interesting. Brains. But he really was the guy. I mean, so you could say Bram Stoker did for vampires what George Romero did for zombies or vice versa. I mean, both of them. So Bram Stoker wrote a book and made vampires famous. And Romero did a movie and and did essentially the same thing. Um, I don't think you can say anybody, any one person did that for werewolves. Where does the lore come from, though? I mean, like, honestly. And that's the, like, where does the lore for zombies come from in the first place? Well, so zombies, like, I used to read those Time Life books a lot. Um, and I think... I don't know for a fact, but I think a lot of it has to do with um, like voodoo and shit. Um, they, I can go with. they could actually put people to sleep um, and bring them back into like this weird zombie state. 
There was also, from what I read, and I can't remember what it was called, but there was some kind of drug that they could give people that made them into like zombie-like. Um, and and all of that has to do with like these weird religions, maybe even like Santeria, um, but voodoo and and whatever, whoever the, the voodoo practitioners are, I, I'm pretty sure that that's where the zombies came from. Um, as far as a werewolf goes, I don't know. I think you could probably tie it to like the, the skinwalkers and which is actually, I, I know you love the sparkly ones, but, uh, uh, the werewolves in the twilight books are, they Native tra- American, they, yeah, and they transform. They're in there. They have their little, um, they're very small tribe. And when, it, like, it, vampires came and threatened their tribe a long time ago, so they would turn into werewolves so that they could defend the tribe. That's like where the concept came. So there would be a bunch of werewolves. More of them would would uh, it would come out in the the teenagers. See, there's a um. A bunch of those movies, not the the sparkly ones, but what's her name? I think her name was Kate something. Um, she played a vampire who wore like a tight fucking leather suit, and they were always oh, fighting with vampires. The Lycans yeah. and uh, what was Underworld was the name of that show. Yeah, yeah. I only watched the first. They made like fifteen of those fucking. There and were the Lycans and the they would fight for fucking like eons and eons they knew each other forever well and it turned out that one of them was actually part vampire and part lichen and they didn't want that secret to get out because it would ruin the the hatred because they're all yeah whatever yeah we are the werewolves and we are the vampires We don't have to eat each other and stake the other one in the chest. I'm pretty sure it was a horrible fucking, um, oh shit, dude, I forgot the Lost Boys came out in the 80s. Lost Boys, dude, that was a fucking great movie, dude. One thing I never could summish about Sam Demas, all the damn vampires. And there were a shitload of zombie movies in the 80s, too. So maybe they don't creep group them together. What zombie movies came out in the 80s? Well, well, other than fucking Return of the Living Dead and all that stuff. But there's shit. two of them. There's Return of the Living Dead Part 2. One, two, and three, actually. Oh, three. really? They're all returns? Yeah. Okay, so... Well, those all came out in the 80s, so those were the ones I was talking about. I remember they were kind of funny, too. I mean, they were stupid as fuck, but they were kind of funny. There's a lot of stuff that's sort of like being reinvented, though, in two th- because there's so much money in these production companies. Like, I saw this stupid fucking, like, crazy spider spiders coming at you one, and you know what caused these giant crazy spiders to all come and develop? the uh uh food that people were putting in their wheat plant pot or their pot plants to grow <laughs> I, I i i did never watch that one although it looked like it probably was academy award material um do you remember night of the comet yeah i do that was and that was a dumb fucking movie yeah but yeah i do yeah because like everybody that was outside of a metal building that got dusted with by the comet. That's yeah. Right. And then there was another one. 
where somebody ate something and they all ended up turning into zombies. I think Corey Haim or Corey Feldman was in that, so you knew it had to be good. License to Drive, you know, Dream a Little Dream. Yeah, what the fuck was the name of that movie? Yeah, that one I don't know. Eat something and then turn into zombies. I, I'm going to admit something to you right now that uh, people can use against me forever because this will go into the annals of the uh, internet from here forward. But uh, Annie, um, because she read a ton of shit. I mean, she would when she would fucking find something that she was into, she would read it like like she got that. I mean, the she read all the Hobbit stuff in like five fucking minutes. I told you that she got the Game of Thrones stuff when the when season six came out. She went back through everything and like within two weeks read reread all of them. And I, I I'm sorry. Like and I mean I'm not that's not an exaggeration. She, like she she would she would read like fucking nuts. And she would and she wasn't like speed reading it. She wouldn't remember everything from from inside of them and stuff. But I was talking shit to her about Twilight because she had read all the Twilight books and she she's like, I'm gonna go see the movie with young uh, and then when they went to go see it, and she's like, she looks just like I imagined Bella looked like in my head. And and I was like, I was like, honey, those books are fucking trash. And she's like, fuck you. She said, you can't say that to me. You you've never even looked at them, you know. And I mean, like I said, she read like everything that she reads, she read from fucking top to bottom. And uh, she she dared me, and uh, I've read. All of the books, twice, actually. Oh, they were so good you had to go back a second time? No, they weren't so good, but I I read them twice. I haven't read the new book about Edward yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll read that at some point in time, too. And I should probably slip my wrist in the warrant tub for admitting to that publicly, but uh, I read trash sometimes every now and again. Well, I don't know why you had to say twice. Because it's the truth. I'd rather be honest about things, you know. I and mean, if I'm going to throw all these prescriptions about what I think people need to do in the world, I at least need to be honest about what my shortcomings are. And I do consider reading the Twilight canon twice a shortcoming. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I don't know. I uh, fuck. Well, you you're looking for that one, huh? Where the the Corey Haim and the why don't you just go to the Corey go to Corey Haim? Because I, I don't know for sure if they were in it. So what movies do you what like if you're what are the best horror movies that you've in in your life? The ones that you like the best? I don't know. Again, I didn't want to talk about horror movies. Well, the monster movies. I, I was. Mean, rather, I wanted to talk monster about movies. monsters, and and the reason that I wanted to talk about them was just because things have really. I mean, again, you know, when I'm a kid, I'm watching movies about giant ants and shit. <laughs> um, not necessarily scary, but just you know, they pass the time. Um, that really weird old, like the old Wolfman. Yeah. And you know, I honestly, because I think I kind of like that, that kitsch, you know, um, I like a lot of those. I like Dawn of the Dead. Um, I like Land of the Dead. 
Um, Land of the Dead. I'm not familiar with those. Land of the Dead is the one I was talking about, where it's kind of dystopian, and they they throw them out on this island um, to protect themselves from from zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm a huge horror or or monster type fan. Um, I. I do like werewolf movies, you know, for a long time when I was 14, I thought I was a werewolf because of the weird fucking dreams and shit I was having, which is goofy as hell because I'm not a werewolf. Um, but maybe you need to go talk to some of those psychiatrists we were talking about in the last episode. Yeah. Well, I talked to a shrink. I didn't tell her about the werewolf thing. Um, but she told me if I want to feel better, I just need to work on getting rid of my pain. So I, I told her she was not very helpful and then left. Um, but I do, I honestly, I, I liked some of those, um, the ones you just gave me the fucking name of, and now I can't remember um, the, uh, underworld stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked some of those because they were new and different. It was now an action type movie and they were fighting each other. The one thing that kind of pisses me off though, and not because I think I'm a werewolf, but <laughs> I don't understand why werewolves are always the weaker species in any of these movies. Are they always the weaker species? They seem to be. Um, <laughs> You know, they're that way in the Underworld stuff. Um, Hugh Jackman did a movie. The Wolfman. Yeah. No, where he was uh, the vampire hunter. He was Van Helsing. Oh, okay. Um, and the werewolf was a weaker species there, too. Really? Um, they always seem to be weaker, and that doesn't make sense to me. I mean... They say that there are dogs that guard a vampire while they sleep during the day. Um, but that dog doesn't necessarily mean it's a, a werewolf. It's it's just a regular fucking dog. So, the ones that were in The Lost Boys were just definitely dogs. Right. And I thought they were just supposed to be dogs like the Hounds of Hell. Again, I'm oh, basing this off the, yeah. the Lost Boys. Yeah. Um so I don't know. I, I do like, I if I was to pick a horror movie, and I don't know if it would be horror or comedy, but I, Shaun of the Dead would definitely be there. Um, but again, I just like to see the change, and, and I'm really kind of curious what the next... Iteration. Yeah, what the next thing is going to be within monsters. Because, you know, we didn't even talk about them, but that was another big monster that ended up making some big changes um, was Godzilla. You know, when I was... Like, huge culturally, too, dude. Yeah, and they never did, or in the newer ones, you know, you don't see Mothra or any of the other weird monsters that that Godzilla had to fight 
I guess you kind of see him in that one King Kong movie, but um, King Kong is another one. He's older than Godzilla, or at least here in the United States, he's older than Godzilla. And I remember watching them as a kid. And then now with special effects and everything, they're just so fucking cool. But in this last one, I was pissed because Godzilla was kicking the shit out of King Kong. And I didn't, I didn't like that at all. That was wrong, as far as I was concerned. Did you see the 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 new one, the Godzilla versus Kong, the one from last year? Yeah, that's what I just that Godzilla was kicking the shit out of him. But didn't they? Is that the one where they end up going to this weird other like part underground? Of, yeah. yeah, it's and, like but, a different dimension ultimately of the Earth. Like they literally travel through this. Yeah. They have to go through some sort of anti-gravitational something yeah. or other. Yeah. But the only reason Godzilla doesn't end up killing King Kong is because they both end up fighting Mecha Godzilla. Mecha? Yeah. You mean like Mecha like a high, Mecha hiney ho? Mecha like Mecha robot. Oh, when I really think of Mecca, I thought it might have been like, you know, like a, uh, Ramadan or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was fighting a big cube. Um, no, so they went through a lot of changes. And that new one was the one you kind of saw some of the other monsters that they talked about. Um, but. When you look back into the 70s, they did a lot with Godzilla. And granted, you know, the special effects were fucking horrible and it's just walking on, you know, tiny like train towns or whatever. Um, and now they can do a lot more, but we barely talked about Godzilla, and that was another thing that they considered a monster. Now, I don't think he was supposed to be a scary monster, was he? Godzilla? Yeah. I, I, I always thought, like, with the Japanese stuff, it was like a metaphor for, like, the ocean and, like, huge uh, weather weather things coming through. And maybe maybe what happened, yeah, in, in World War II. I mean, I just... I, I For some reason, when I took the picture, it really seemed more... Like more metaphorical to me. So then, is Pacific Rim is that like a new iteration of like Godzilla? Then, oh, maybe I forgot about those weird monsters that come out of the cracks in the ocean. But Godzilla, now that I think about it, see, I never was scared of Godzilla when I was a kid. I always thought he was so fucking cool. But then they came up with those cartoons, and Godzilla had a little. Uh, Godzuki, which was like the baby Godzilla. Do you not remember that cartoon? I did not see the Godzuki. And he couldn't blow fire. He could just blow smoke rings. You really don't remember that? No, but it's funny. It um, so maybe he wasn't supposed to be scary. Godzuki. And maybe I got that name wrong. But... Um, yeah, and I've heard I've heard that the it was a metaphor, and it was about you know mainly 
World War Two. Yeah. yeah, radiation and and. I mean, that would have been something. I mean, to see that happen for anybody that would have seen that happen. I mean, fucking you would up need, an entire island. You'd need a metaphor to sort of like negotiate a lot of the things that happened. I think probably, and not just for the fucking atomic weapons, but for the fucking. Uh, the weird oil, like the the flash fire bombs that they were, which I guess Germany didn't come up with any weird metaphors for them. But uh, what the fuck? Different cultures have different ways of negotiating horrible things. That's for sure. Yeah, I, now because I just kind of dismissed that that movie Pacific Rim. Got I it. mean, I watched it, but I kind of. I liked it. I liked the first one. The second one was kind of dumb, but I liked the first one. I mean, there was a second one. Yeah, they're called Uprising. Yeah, they're, dude, they're not they're not good movies by any stretch. None of these movies I would consider to be good movies by any stretch of the imagination. But maybe I need to go watch it again. I I like Pacific. The first Pacific Rim I liked a fair amount. So. Well, so you asked me the monster question, or what were my favorite monster movies? I will tell you that my favorite monster is the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily monster movie because all of those movies like fucking, um, American werewolf in London and Wolfen and the howling and all of those scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. The Paris one was stupid. American Super fucking stupid. Yeah. And I can watch them now without getting scared, but I mean, why did that your, scare you? I don't fucking know. Maybe because I was eight. I don't know. Um, what's your favorite monster? Or what's your favorite monster movie? Yeah, I don't even know how to... Like, I don't even know where to even... Like, I, because it changes. Like, I, I... I would say that on DVD I have Pacific Rim and I have... Uh, what was he? Like, those, those are movies that I like. But they're not... I don't watch those movies because they drive anything, you know. I mean, it's not like watching Pulp Fiction, you know, where I'm thinking about fucking whether or not the bandaid on the back of fucking what Marsalis's head is fucking his soul, you know, or some shit like that, you know. I mean, <laughs> these are these are movies, but but I think that like sometimes like the underworld stuff interests me because I like mythology, right? One thing that if you're gonna do a really really good next iteration i think one thing that would be cool to do is for people to take this part of our psyche that is you know come into being through monsters and put some sort of a peculiar you know mythology in place like the the lichen uh vampire thing that was in underworld the one thing that's appealing to me in it I just don't have the patience for it because I, I watched like two of them and I just didn't like the way that it was unfolding. Uh, it doesn't give me that mythology space, but somehow or another, it seems like this stuff comes from somewhere that ties to stuff like old Greek mythology or, you know, where if you found and I'm not saying that that's literally where it comes from, but the right. things that are in Greek mythology, like the Titans and all that kind of shit, you could probably do something with monsters and, and if you found a way to construct a mythology, I'm not only would that be something that would be interesting, but it probably fucking it's probably a trillion dollar idea, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, and I don't know if if movie makers or or authors or whatever have tied any of this stuff in. You know, I think Bram Stoker did to some degree. 
another thing you know we never talked about we didn't talk about mary shelley on frankenstein That's we didn't true. talk about frankenstein's monster <laughs> and i think a lot of all of that stuff is is tied into you know like i've told you and and we've discussed how the stories in the bible are just you know to get prescribed responses out of a, a population and I think that a lot of these monster stories are similar in the fact that, and not a prescribed response, but they're used to explain something that they couldn't explain. You know, babies were dying or, you know, disappearing or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of these stories came up. Um, people were stealing parts in, in graveyards and, and shit like that. Um, you know, so you end up with, well, and they actually had mummies in, in Cairo. So, um, I, I don't know. Um, I've, I've read stuff where historians talk about people justifying it by telling stories like this. I mean, why do you get stories like, the chupacabra, um, you know, again, trying to justify cattle being slaughtered, maybe trying to scare the shit out of your kids so that they don't go wander around at night. Um, this is why I think a mythology would be a fun, because if you do that and you fucking tie all these weird fucking things into it, like in a greater social context. Right. The Mary Shelley thing, though, is it's too bad. Because that was science, you know? I mean, they were asking certain questions about science and was science going too far? And, of course, uh, like, there were certain feminist concepts that Mary Shelley was addressing as well. So, but... Uh, we, we should have talked about it more. And I actually had pulled up some notes on her book um, prior to the, the call. I don't know why. It just completely slipped my mind. Um, we can get kind of tangent-oriented, that's for sure. We're not stuck to a fucking script, that's for sure. No, we wander around quite a bit. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. And maybe we're going to end up having to fucking talk about monsters again, except we'll tie it more to real people. Um, Maybe you can explain to us a little bit more about why you thought you were a, a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for another episode. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, TikTok, Short Bus Debate Club, Twitter, Short Bus Debate, number 720-334-ROLL. You got your ukulele? Um, I, don't have, I don't have it in my hand. I'm just going to sing. But why? So what are we gonna do on? Oh fuck! I don't know. Friday. Next episode is. Um, we're gonna we're gonna tell you. Well, it was the in, like uh, elite. Well, undocumented. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah illegal. We're gonna, we're gonna continue on with invisible people for a minute. So. Yeah, I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate being called invisible. I'm, but. I'm saying invisible not to be hateful of them. I'm saying that, as generally speaking, like people that were... Uh, people that are unseen, homeless. uncounted. Yes, exactly, yes. Yeah, ignored. So we're, we're, we're seeing them. Discounted. Anyway. <laughs> the tires are the things on your short bus that make contact with the road. With the road. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Tires are the things on your shirt bus that get you back to your abode. Abode. <laughs> See you guys later. Night.